welcome to a special edition of the Pedestrian Podcast. Just myself, Stuart Court, here this week. Joining me, however, is one of my favourites that I've watched this off-season and obviously the draft season just uh, winding up in a month or so's time. Marshall Thundering Herd and future NFL running back, Brendan Knox. Brendan, welcome to the Pedestrian Podcast. I appreciate you having me on here. No worries. We appreciate it. I'm sure it's a busy time in the next few weeks for you. You um how how has it been so far? Obviously, no combine in the traditional sense. How's the process been so far? Outside of that, like you said, uh, it's, been, it's been pretty smooth, man. Yeah. Have you um what's what what uh, action are you getting from teams? Are you doing a lot of these things, I guess? Yeah, so just getting used to a lot of these, um, a lot of these Zoom calls, podcasts, and just getting in front of a camera um, instead of, you know, being in somebody's physical presence. Yeah. It's just a big thing to get used to. Yeah. Uh, so you declared earlier as a junior, uh, left Marshall to enter the league. Was that a tough decision to make or was it, of, I've done this, I've done this, I've done that at college, I'm ready for the next step, let's go, or was it a tough one to make? It's always difficult, you know, leaving some, you know, a group of guys that you've bonded with for four years. Um, but outside of that, you know, um, the decision's on you. Uh, you got to make the best, you know, decision for yourself. Yeah. Uh, was that was that something you had in mind entering last year, or was it something which kind of fermented as as the season wound down for Marshall? Oh, for sure. I had that in mind. Um, you know, after 2019, I felt like I, you know, physically was ready to make that jump, but. Um, some things I wanted to come back to put on film mentally. Um, and after this this previous season, you know, I felt like they both came together perfectly, uh, physically and mentally. So um, after I got the blessings from my position coach, you know, um, it was a no-brainer from there. What was that op- offense like at Marshall to be a part of? Because obviously you you yourself were highly productive behind that O-line, which is probably going to have a couple of draft picks as well. What was that offense like to be a part of over the last few years? Um, we had a very dynamic offense, a uh, great quarterback, a lot of good receivers, um, a great offensive line, um, and just a scheme that allowed everybody to kind of exploit what they were best at. So yeah. I'd say it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so you obviously made the transition from high school to college. Was that a tough thing to get going a few years ago, jumping up from high school to college? Um, Obviously, that's a big jump, um, just going from high school to Division One. Um, but the yeah. biggest thing was just uh, just getting used to how everybody else plays, um, how people coach, um, and just picking up just the scheme. And that's really the, the only thing I'd say is really hard coming from high school to, um, you know, Division One. Is, is that experience something you're going to hold on to over the next few weeks, few months, whatever, whenever NFL camps begin? Which oh, no doubt. Yeah. no doubt. No doubt, no <clears> doubt. <throat> uh, you went off in 2019 with almost 1,400 yards. You scored 11 touchdowns. Watching your clips posted on the web, you are, as I said at the start, really fun to watch. What happened between that freshman, sophomore year, in your mind, that helped it click so in- incredibly productively in that second year? Um, just being able to wait my turn and um, just being able to persevere. Um just the hard work that goes into, you know, waiting your turn and, you know, sitting behind a deep running back depth chart. So, you know, once you get it, I feel like it's more precious to you then. So you're going to, you're going to uh, have a bigger chip on your shoulder and just yeah. things like that. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, so in, in the midst of that season, was there any like frustration that your name wasn't 
in more like national conversations or was that something you used going forward to 2020? Uh, it was a little annoying. I can't lie to you, but like you said, it was just more fuel to the fire. You know, uh, just repeat what you did. Um, and yeah. that's, that's all that was on the back of my head coming into this season. Yeah. Uh, so you consistently won games at Marshall, a name which probably has more prominence over here historically with all the, the tragedy that happened 30, 40 years, years ago. And obviously the film which come out of it, and there's not many Marshall games aired on our TV over here. It's usually just Alabama, Ohio State and Clemson, whoever they play. But how fun was it to be pushing that school back on the periphery of the national conversation, consistently winning games and being, as you were, an integral part of that? Man, well, I'll tell you, that was huge. Um, a lot of people don't know, but we have a lot of greats that come out of Marshall, like, um, you know, um, Byron Leftwich, you know, um, Chad Pennington, Randy Moss, just to name a few of Matt Bradshaw. So just getting back to, you know, that level of success is, you know, obviously something, you know, you want to give back to the alumni as well as the community. So um, a lot of the games that you play, you want to win for them. Yeah. So is, is that something you're like aware of during your year, like the legacy you're going to leave behind in like the next crop of running backs, the next crop no of offensive players? That's something you had in mind when you were playing? No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, so watching your game back, the backs in Indianapolis is something that I kind of struck watching your game, Marlon Mack and obviously Naheem Hines as well. Um, who, who, who do you mould your game after when you were at high school and obviously now making that step up to Sundays and the league? Um, I loved AP's tenacity, um, but, you know, Ezekiel Elliott just in terms of being just a three-down back, and I feel like he's the standard, to be quite honest with you. Um, yeah. I try to model everything behind him. Yeah, is, 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 is that like a source that you've tried to get, like, nuggets of information from, like the, the veterans already in the league, the people who have come before you? Is that something you've done already or going to look to do over the next few weeks? Um, not too much. You know, I'll, you know, talk to people as it comes, but, you know, I haven't really reached out to too much. No. Um, so the this is the Seahawks pod. With the Seahawks just re-signed Chris Carson, but there still might be a need. Is, is the Seahawks way, because obviously they run the ball first, is that an offense that you kind of would see, prefer to see yourself in, in the 2021? Or do you see yourself as someone who can do everything, run the ball in a pass first or ask the pass pro? more often than not is, is there a style that you would rather land in or um I don't have a huge preference you know obviously you know a, a good pass game helps out what we do what we do you know in terms of running the ball um there's yeah. a balance as you know um so um obviously being a running back I'd love that run first offense but you know not too picky yeah so Maurice, Maurice Jones drew back in the day wore 32 because all 32 teams passed on him in the first round and he went to the second round in the Jags. Is that something you're going to like keep in mind? If you go third, fourth, fifth round, is that something you're going to keep in mind and just keep a note of the running backs who would pick before you and try and uh, better what they do in, in the NFL? Oh, no doubt about that, man. You have yeah. to have something, I feel like, um, that pushes you. You have to have some sort of drive. So yeah. uh, I definitely think that could possibly be one of them. Yeah. So who else from Marshall should people keep in mind, keep their tabs on when the draft rolls around at the end of April? Uh, Tavante Beck, he's a dog. He's an animal, man. Um, uh, Josh Ball, you know, he's a great human being. And, you know, um, he's great with what he does, too, you know, in terms of our success, running the ball. Um, and Darius Hodge as well, you know, um, he's very twitchy. Um, <laughs> and I, I definitely feel like he's top tier. So, I mean, 
they're all great guys and Jalen Saif as well. Yeah. So when you when you declared a, f- a few months ago, did you ever think you'd be chatting to a Brit on a Thursday night on your way to the NFL? <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, so my my, uh, my usual co-host usually asks this to a US guest, so I'll sub in for him. Like my usual co-host is a caterer, so we like to get, especially from your side of the Atlantic, people's food takes. Is um, what's a food take that you have that's something you enjoy that others don't, or something that you don't enjoy that is more popular? Is do, do you have like a controversial food take for us? Um, a lot of people I go out to eat with, um, they, they won't really eat fish for some reason. I'm real big on fish. Like I love fish. Um, but I, I stay away from sushi, but fish is probably a, a top tier one. A lot of people won't touch for some reason, yeah, but I will. Yeah. Uh, so what, so you get drafted in the end of April, whatever team end up, ends up drafting. What, 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 what is that team? What is that fan base getting from Brendan Knox week one, day one? in that building um they're man they're getting a straight workhorse man they're getting they're getting a three down back they're getting somebody whose character is second to none um i feel like you get the best of both worlds in me because you get a hard worker on the field and someone you don't have to worry about off the field um so that's one of the biggest thing for me yeah uh did you have an nfl team growing up is on your way up did you have an nfl team or honestly i didn't really have one uh, in particular growing up no uh, so yeah, uh, I don't think there's anything much else. Just a quick uh, pre-draft blast with you. Really, obviously, massive. Wish you all the luck in the world. We will be keeping tabs on you if you, your name has circulated. As I said, I, I wrote a thing a few weeks ago on you before free agency kicked off because I just think your game would really pop in Seattle. And obviously, maybe as a part of the committee with Chris Carson moving forward. So where can follow people follow your draft experience on the old social media platforms. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Now, where can people uh, follow you on social media? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even hear that. It's okay. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at just Brendan Knox and on Twitter at it's Brendan Knox underscore. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, like I said, massively really appreciate you jumping on for this quick blast um yeah and good luck for us rest of the way good luck at the end of april and hopefully we'll be seeing your your name on the back of a jersey come sundays in september hopefully not against the seahawks too often (laughs) yes sir thanks for having me